podcast where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. And I'm producer Henry J. That was a very deep voice there, Tyler. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us on episode number 116, which is brought to you by Milltown Credit Union. Going strong since 1939, join us as we celebrate 80 years in business. From Visa cards to checking accounts, Milltown Credit Union is your one stop for all your financial needs. Visit us at milltowncu.org or stop by at 3102 Broadway in Everett. Okay, so on today's episode, I have a new microphone because my microphone broke last week. Just ate a bunch of carrot cake, so I have a wicked sugar high. We're going to talk about events in the weekly goodness. Then we're going to uh, talk about the 4th of July and some of our favorite 4th of July memories in our Life in Everett section. Then we're going to play the final round of EVCC trivia. Garrett's so far ahead of me. I can't even catch up. It's going to be just a uh, little fun game. Anyway, let's jump in. So let's take a look at some events happening around Everett from the Weekly Goodness, a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday. So uh, Tyler, why don't you kick us off with your event pick of the week? Okay, so on the 4th of July, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to go out onto Jetty Island. I'm going to look in the sky. I'm going to see a bald eagle. I'm going to communicate with it telepathically. It's going to come down. It's going to land on the beach. I'm going to become its friend. We're going to talk about freedom. And then it's going to let me ride on its back. And then I'm going to cruise all around the skies of Everett riding on the back of a bald eagle. And it's going to be the best 4th of July ever. What are you guys doing? <laughs> that That is a pretty good event to pick. I missed that one. I'm just newsletter. kidding. <laughs> uh, I am going to go over to Jetty Island. Uh, Jetty Island Ferry starts floating on uh, July 5th. And uh, everyone knows how much I love Jetty Island. So I'm going to go over there, kiteboard, swim a little bit, hang out. Forget that I'm in Washington. Yep, that's it. What about you guys? Nice. Uh, how about you, Henry? Well, baseball's happening, so you know I'll be there. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so that's compelling. It. No, I know. Um, it's uh, the Hawks versus the Aqua Sox, Boise versus Everett. And it's the day before Independence Day, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Is that true? It's a 3 p.m. game and they're doing post-game fireworks? Uh-oh. That sounds a bit sus, doesn't it? Uh-oh, did somebody mess up the Weekly right. Goodness Uh-oh. Newsletter? Did I, up, did I mess up the Weekly Goodness Newsletter? Well, you, you double-check that. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can get this time <laughs> I would love to Henry make some mistake well, and we find out about it. Oh, we I'll, just found out about it right now. <laughs> oh, no, buddy. It's, it starts at 7 o'clock. Gosh, you need an editor, Mr. Managing Editor. <laughs> it's, on, uh, it's on July 3rd. Hey, you know, Linda's not here this week, so I am living Everett right now. It's just Garrett and I and you just holding it down. Okay. So I haven't made, uh, full disclosure, I haven't made a weekly goodness in about a year. So. Well, you did a pretty darn good job. You only, well, so far, we only know about the one mistake. So um, no big deal, you know? So yeah, Wednesday. We're all I, human, you know? Yeah. Do your best. Leave it all out on the field, you know? And uh, you can watch the Aquas Hawks leave it all out on the field Wednesday at 7 p.m. Post-game fireworks. It's always a good time. It's pretty awesome. I kind of want to go to that just for the fireworks because on the like the 4th of July like legit fireworks we probably won't be able to stay out late with the baby so the baby doesn't like yeah. fireworks I, I guess they probably won't be till like the same time yeah it'd probably be around 10 what's wrong yeah. with your baby why doesn't it like fireworks she goes to bed at like 9 mm. she's kind of a 
kind of a party pooper. Give that of. baby some monster energy drink. <laughs> right. There we go. So I'm going to plug the Yankee Doodle Dash uh, happening this Thursday on the 4th of July. The uh, annual event that's, uh, this is actually the 20th year uh, that it's been happening. And uh, one thing that is uh, special about this year is will be the very last year that the Yankee Doodle Dash will be no. in downtown Everett. Really? Yep. They are. Uh, they're going to be moving to their new YMCA location. Uh, oh, so they're still you know, going to do the stuff. doodle. But they're still going to do it, but it will in the future. I think the plan is it'll start from their new YMCA location. Cool. So this is the last chance. Starts and ends in the Lazy River. And they also have. Um, in addition to the 5k option, you can also, you know, if you're really hardcore, you can do the 10k, uh, or if you're feeling something a little lighter, they also got the one mile race. So that's Thursday, 8 a.m. And, uh, another fun little fact, our yum run route, when we were planning the yum run, we actually talked with, um, Gail Gabal who organizes the Yankee Doodle Dash. And she's the one that told me this is going to be the last year they're doing that route. So we're almost doing their exact same route for the yum run. And so if you want to do both races, you could even like race yourself. Basically, if you wanted to time, I, I think the Yankee Doodle dash is timed. We're not doing timer chips for the Yum run cause it's just a fun run. But if you want to time yourself, you can race yourself. So that's kind of fun. That is true. So yeah, check it out. It's Thursday at uh, 8 a.m. is when the, uh, the, the doodle is uh, doodling. I can't believe that it's already the 4th of July. Can you guys believe this year is flying by how fast this year is flying by it's half over. I feel like everybody that I talk to, no matter what age or like what they're doing with their life, like sometimes I think life is going fast for me because it's just the age we're at. But I was talking to Laura's mom who's retired and just kind of gardens all the time. And she was saying that this year feels like it's going fast. And I wonder if there's any scientists out there that could tell us if it's because the world is spinning faster than it normally spins. Well, it's actually the lizard people. Uh, the reptilian hybrids? Yes, the reptilian hybrids are controlling the space-time continuum right now. Chemtrails? Yeah, there's a whole YouTube series about this <laughs> that you can go and watch. I was, I was watching I'm on it. part 58 right now. I was watching an interview with somebody the other day. Who, they're probably in like their 40s, but they were talking about some stories from when they were like teenagers and they said this a couple times. They're like, well, back then every year was like 10 years. And I'm like, that's so true. I'm, I'm like that. That's how it kind of is. Like the younger you are, the longer years seem and the totally. older you get, the shorter they seem. Totally. It's like, I remember waiting for like a movie to come out that I really would want to go see like a space jam or something. Totally. And you would see it at like McDonald's. It would be a McDonald's toy and you would see it on TV and you would see it like on all this media, hear about it on the radio. And you're like, Oh man, I, this is coming out in like two weeks. That's forever. And now it's just like stuff just like comes out and I'm like, Oh yeah, that that's out. Or, ten, oh, ten new man, movies like, on Netflix today. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, there's no like, I feel like I don't have a lead up anymore. There's no buildup in my life of like exciting media that I want to consume or something, you know? Totally. And it creates a lot of cognitive dissonance, right? As content producers who make a living off of producing content, but also struggling with the amount of content that's in the world. You know what I mean? How can we be up at night? How can we be content in a world with too much content? (laughs) Sorry. That was a good movie in a world. (laughs) This is a Black Mirror episode, isn't it? <laughs> we better segue. Yeah, we better segue. Come on, Garrett. That's what we picked out this week. For more details and to get the weekly goodness sent directly to your inbox every Monday, just go to liveandever.com slash subscribe.
Okay, speaking of the 4th of July, in this week's Life in Everett section, we're going to talk about 4th of July memories. But before I do that, I just want to give a little peek behind the curtain and Henry's uh, prompt for this section. Tyler's barge story. Let the conversation <laughs> wander. We have time. We do. We have no uh, That's a nice haiku. Thank you. So let the conversation wander. Okay, Tyler's barge story. Let's talk about that first. So this year, I'm on the 4th of July Foundation. What do I do on the 4th of July Foundation? Absolutely nothing except for attend a couple of meetings and learn a lot about um, the inner workings of the 4th of July. And then share about it on the podcast. Take a guess at the cost of the fireworks. $40,000. I, I might know too much. I think you've told me this before. Okay. What have I told you? Um, my, my first thought was 50 grand. It's actually more than that. I think it's up around $65,000 okay. and you hear that and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. What else could the city of ever be doing with the fireworks or with that money instead of fireworks, keeping the animal farm open, <laughs> <laughs> keeping the animal farm open. Well, fact, the city of Everett doesn't pay for the fireworks show The fourth of July foundation does. They get sponsors and community members donate to it to pay for the fireworks other thing to know about the fireworks the cost per person served because so many people watch the fireworks is less than any other event that the city of ever does wow i know surprising huh how do they get that is it like do they factor in everybody watching the fireworks even not at the spot i'm not sure how they count it exactly um i i think that it includes only people who are watching in ever there's a lot of people who watch from um like Muckleteo and stuff too. But I right. think it's just within the city of Everett. So um, it's not just people at Legion Park. Correct. I guess. Yeah. So per person served, it is the l- least expensive form of entertainment that happens in the city of Everett. But the crazy thing is the fireworks come in via barge, right? It used to be that you loaded the barge up down in Seattle, Duwamish. And then it was floated up here and it cost tons of money to load the barge and float it up here. And one time the barge didn't make it all the way to Everett and they had to shoot the fireworks off in front of Mocosillo. And that was a really big, big problem for people. Anyway, local property owner, Rick Lipinski buys a piece of property over on the river. Guess what's down in the river? Fireworks. A barge. A barge. So he floats up this barge and that's the barge that we're using. That's going to be loaded up in the Snohomish River to launch the fireworks. Isn't that, now that I'm saying it actually doesn't sound that crazy, but to me, <laughs> to me when I first heard the story, I was like, that's really interesting. Rick Lipinski buys a piece of property on the Snohomish River. There's a barge that's sunk. He pays the money to have it resurrected from the depths of the Snohomish River. And now the city of Everett, uh, the 4th of July Foundation is gonna save thousands of dollars while floating the fireworks from the Snowmatch River. But now that you guys are looking at me, I mean, I felt like the story cool. was so cool, but you guys are just It is cool. It's surprising that here. no one else had a barge in town. I just have, you know, a, I have a single patriotic tear rolling down my cheek. <laughs> Apparently, it's a huge barge. That's a problem with it. It's the size of the barge that is required for that many fireworks. It's a lot of fireworks. It's a lot of fireworks. Oh, here's the other thing. Chuck Malin. Who here knows Chuck Malin from KRKO? I've met him. I've met him. Chuck Malin, Everett guy, he KRKO. He used to work at 1077 the end. Um 
back in the day. He was a program or the station manager. Anyway, before he was in radio, he was a pyrotechnician, pyrotechnician, pyrotechnics, pyrotechnician, I pyrotechnician. Think. Yeah. yeah. So this is, he said that it was back in the sixties and seventies, back when they used to light everything with a road flare. He said that you'd wear a helmet <laughs> You just You'd, chuck a road flare into a pile of fireworks? <laughs> no, no. He said that you would crawl down in a trench with a bunch of long fuses and all the fuses were timed and you would like watch a stopwatch while crawling down in a trench with a road flare, lighting fuses with the helmet on and like a welding ma- mask is what he described and earplugs. <laughs> I'm, I am quitting right now and I'm going to go do that for a living. No, that'd be awful. <laughs> no, it sounds awesome. <laughs> People used to be such cowboys. <laughs> anyway, that's my 4th of July stories. What do you guys got? I don't know. Well, that's we awesome. grew up in Marysville, so fireworks are... Well, that's not legal anymore, but it was definitely legal when we were kids. You can't light fireworks off in Marysville anymore? Nope. What? Only only on uh, Tulia Lip. So, oh, wow. Those poor kids, man. They banned the fireworks there, too. Gosh. I guess it's good for the dogs. Dogs don't really like fireworks. Yeah. It's good for the dogs. It's good for people with PTSD as well. Yeah, that's the true. The elderly, my parents, they won't complain Gosh. now. Remember the old days at Boom City where you could <laughs> just get M80s? Just do whatever the hell you wanted. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just click, let me get some M80s. And some guy would be like, oh, here you go. Here's some M80s. M, I remember my dad buying an M500 once from Boom City. Ooh. It was like a half a stick of dynamite, and we lit it off, and it was a significant boom. So when we moved out here from New York, our across-the-street neighbors, they had a booth at Boom City, and they brought home one year. It was insane. We had like the best 4th of Julys because they would bring home all, this, home all the stuff that they either like kept for themselves or didn't oh, yeah. sell. So we just had like a whole table full of fireworks. And so they brought home a roll that was the size of like a spare tire of just firecrackers. Oh, I remember those huge rolls of black cats and stuff. Yeah. 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 And they brought one of those home and they rolled it out in the cul-de-sac and lit it. And I swear to God, it was 10 minutes. <laughs> it's just obnoxious. It got to the point where you're like, all right, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I just want this to end, but totally. it was so much. There was like mortars and stuff and like, Tennis ball bombs. Remember oh, those? yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, some highly legal stuff right there. Um, yeah, those are gnarly. Good yeah. times. Fireworks are just not. Yeah, that's like a that's a thing that I feel like is going to die out, especially as more and more cities make them illegal. But I remember going with my dad to Boom City and spending hundreds of dollars on fireworks. and Everyone in the neighborhood would be lighting stuff off. Yep. And then you're a teenager and then you're just getting in trouble with fireworks all the time, you know, like making sparkler bombs and <laughs> yeah, just trying to like just blow up small pieces of the earth. <laughs> Man, when I was in high school, my best friend John lit a mortar and didn't put it in the tube and just threw it down at my feet while I was like standing in front of a campfire or something like that. And the mortar just exploded underneath <laughs> my feet. And just so many memories like that of being a kid playing with fireworks. And it's a miracle that more of us didn't get seriously injured just so many near-death experiences every fourth <laughs> of july being friends with jack hubler back in the day you oh know? boy yeah roman candles to the face and all of that yeah roman candle fights are always don't do it kids exciting. yeah don't do don't any do of it. this stuff 
<laughs> to the thousands of kids listening. <laughs> this reminds me of one of my favorite memories when I was a kid and we would go stock up at Boom City and we had this uh, neighbor, family, friends, the uh, the Browns. Shout out to uh, Browns Plumbing and Pumps in Marysville. Yep, yep. So Jeff Brown, uh, the, the father of the family, loves fireworks. Like he would drop you know, hundreds of dollars at Boom City, like you guys would, Tyler. And, but he, he would get like, he would always get some like big spectacular thing. So this one year he gets this massive like bomb basically. And I remember we like days before we had to dig this hole and put in like this six inch wide, like metal pipe to like shoot the thing out of. And like this one thing was, I don't know, like a hundred or $200, which when I was a kid, like it might as well have been like a good grand or, yeah. or something just like ridiculous. So it's supposed to be the big finale of the night. And so we're all waiting in anticipation. Here we go. For the big show. And it was a dud. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Didn't work. No. <laughs> so all that work and money for nothing. Yeah, there was probably good fireworks shows out where you grew up. Yeah, so that was a period where we were living on uh, Lake Shoecraft when we lived by by the Brown. So that was pretty sweet. Just, you know, everyone shooting off fireworks around the on lake. On the lake, was, yeah. Was lake Shoecraft is quite a nice lake where is that yeah i was gonna say a lot of people don't even know about it because it's literally across the street from lake goodwin which lake goodwin is way bigger but you can still have like motorboats and like ski and wakeboard and everything on shoe craft but uh, a lot of people don't even know about it yeah it's, totally it's just a smaller lake you ever order from seven lakes pizza um you know we usually did the uh the take and bake in smoky point but uh oh, my, yeah, yeah. my my friends uh the Harold family i remember they they would they would get seven lakes pizza and i liked it it was good yeah, i feel like it was bad. a little more like like higher end what's maybe. the burger joint that's out there uh country burger oh, yeah, yeah country, country burger. burger uh tried to get a job there when i was like i was either 14 or 15 and they hired lena bradford instead oh man still a little chapped about it oh my gosh <laughs> my buddy kellen worked at country burger and okay this may be a bit crass and i may have to cut this out but he got country burger to put on their marquee on their sign <laughs> it's so stupid really dumb it's so dumb but it was this crowning achievement <laughs> yeah it sounds right you know when you're that age country burger employee age that's a pretty big deal <laughs> getting some foul thing on the marquee yeah i just uh i was gonna say country burgers are really damn good I had a veggie burger out there tasty. last time I was there. It was pretty good. What I was surprised of was the great service. There was like a, mm. a young kid helping me and he was a hard worker. You know, usually kids who work at burger stands nowadays are all busy with their Nintendo 64s and Xbox 360s. They don't have time for you. And their damn pogs. <laughs> um, shout out to the staff of Mikey's too. They're always really cool. Oh yeah, that's true. Anyway. Anyway, so... Also, for the 4th of July, I mean, everyone listening probably knows about the events the city does, but I thought I would just give a, a real quick shout out to those. And also something, I have this flyer in front of me from the city of Everett about the different festivities. So I didn't know they got something going on uh, on the 4th at the uh, Imagine Children's Museum. Looks like from 10 to 4, you can create a patriotic crown uh, to celebrate the holiday. And then it uh, looks like they got like a fire on Wait, ice. Wait, a crown? Yeah, a crown. Like the King of England? Sure. Who we are celebrating our... our... Describe it to me. <laughs> Describe oh. it to me. It just says create a patriotic crown a to crown. celebrate the 4th of July. All right. Well, that represents, you know, taxation Ra without representation to me. Ra I'm going to have to throw Ra some tea into the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then there's a, let's see, fire on ice going on at, uh, the Everett community ice rink, $4 open skates. Nice. Eight, wow. 8, 15 AM to two forty-five PM. What time so, do they light the fire? Uh, it doesn't specify that. That's a good question. Okay. It's like they're doing a, uh, public safety open house, the police station on the fourth. Fun. Um, there's that baseball game on the third that Henry already mentioned. That I got the times wrong. Do you think I could pick up some Mr. Yuck stickers at the public safety thing? Oh, I hope so. Do they still make those? I hope so. I don't have any. What a great campaign that was. As a marketer, I'm like those marketing (laughs) PSA campaigns as a kid. Um, The Nike swoosh, Coca-Cola logo, and Smokey the Bear. And Smokey the Bear. Those are the big four. And Dare. Dare. <laughs> I don't know about Dare. I think they just had to cancel Dare because it just taught kids where to get drugs and what they did. Yeah, it's still iconic. Though. Yeah, it is iconic. You're I right. St- I still have my Dare shirt. Oh, really? Yep. That's cool. And then there's the uh, classic rock, 4th of July at Boxcar Park at uh, 4 p.m. Everett Music Initiative and uh, Scuttlebutt putting on a show there with a few different uh, Tribute bands. Looks like it's a twenty dollars for advance tickets. Twenty five dollars at the door. What are the name of the bands? Uh, so we got featuring Problem Child, which is an ACDC AC tribute band. We got No Quarter, Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. I'm you gonna try it. and name all these. Uh, and then El Loco. El Loco, huh? I don't know. El, that seems super um, broad. El Loco. Oh, ZZ Top. ZZ Top. You got <laughs> yeah, it. Henry is so good. <laughs> Not even a ZZ Top fan. I was about to give you a hint, but you beat me to it. You know that they all have beards except for the drummer whose name is Beard. His last name is Beard. Oh, how ironic. I know, right? That's amazing. And then, uh, of course, the downtown parade. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Don't forget about the Almighty's that are playing that classic rock. The super group that plays out oh, shoot. of uh, I'm sorry. Plays yeah. out of uh Bruce Almighty, Steve Siborn and Joe and all those guys are really? in a band. No yeah. Way. Yeah, it, they're it, opening up. I didn't say the tribute band name next to it, so I didn't even nope. notice it. They're just call. A, it does they're say just the a cover band. And Steve told me that they know like I think he told me they know over seventy five covers as a band. Wow. I like that name. That's wow. cool. Almighty's. The Almighty's with the apostrophe S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's cool. Uh, and then, yeah, the downtown parade at 11, which fun fact, first year that live in Everett is going to be participating. We'll, uh, be out there cruising in our golf carts and scooters holding it down. And, uh, what else? Yeah. There's the festivities at Legion park. There's the fireworks that night. Of course, all kinds of fun stuff going on for the fourth. It's going to be a blast. Literally. Ooh, yes. Indeed. Whoa. <laughs> Nailed it. They write themselves kids. They really do. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm stoked. Awesome. Well, hey, <laughs> <laughs> leave it in. Do so you, awkward. Do you, if you guys have any 4th of July memories, drop us a line through social media or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. Let us know what you're excited about. We'd love to hear from you. Be in Everett this 4th of July. The downtown parade kicks off at 1045 with the Seattle Cossacks Stunt Motorcycle Team. Followed by marching bands, drill teams, floats, stilt walkers, and more. In the afternoon, head to Legion Park for the Colors of Freedom Festival with tons of free kids' activities. 
bounty houses, arts and crafts, and face painting. Bring a picnic blanket and enjoy the live music, beer garden, and food trucks. The Thunder on the Bay fireworks start at 10 p.m. Tune your radio to KXA 1520 to enjoy the fireworks set to music. For more information, go to emberwa.gov slash 4th of July. At Washington State University Everett, students who complete their first two years at any community college, including running start in college in the classroom, can transfer to WSU Everett to earn a bachelor's degree in one of our in-demand programs in engineering, communication, business, and agriculture. Learn more at everett.wsu.edu. We're closer than you think. It is time for Everett Trivia. It is the final round of Everett Community College Trivia. Thank you so much to Katherine Schiffner and the staff at EVCC for putting these questions together for us. It was a blast to share them with you. And I did some research. By research, I mean actually putting in the total number of questions correct from the both of you uh, into the outline so I can finally share them. And at least from me, from my uh, my count. Your tally. Is this score correct? Garrett leads. I'm leading Garrett. <laughs> Garrett leads Tyler, 18-12. Oh, 18-12. That means your, I don't even have to get any today. No, I already won. Totally. Yeah. You just take a victory lap, dude. This is your victory lap. So, uh, yeah, I guess let's get into it. Question one. True or false, EVCC is the only community college in the nation selected by Boeing to participate in a program to close the skills gap in aerospace engineering. That is a sentence. I'm going to just, I don't know. I'm just kind of, it seems like a trick question. I think, I bet you the answer is false. You're saying false. I'm guessing true. I'm guessing true. Also, I, I was know. trying to psych you out. Ah, uh, that's, that's a little sus. <laughs> true. You're both correct. It is true. See, you can see it. I wrote down true. All right. All right. Question two. EVCC students can study abroad in A, Indonesia, B, Japan, C, Germany, or D, all of the above? Where can EVCC students study abroad? I could stu- I could have studied abroad in Japan. Told Wait a minute. That. You just gave away the answer. You, you're a terrible host. You know, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> this is the victory. Well, line. maybe he's trying to throw us off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe he's a... Indonesia, amazing. Japan, Germany, all of the above. The answer is all of the above. All of the above. It is true. It's all of the above. Okay, mm-hmm. and so we were missing a question because one of the answers was kind of weird, so I deleted it. So I made up my own question, Ooh, and, and this right. is the final the question. Henry J. Special. What year did I graduate from EVCC? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> a, Wait a minute. Uh, EVCC or WSU? EVCC. Okay. Oh, jeez. A, 2013. B, 2014. C, 2015. Or D, 2016. What year did I graduate from Everett Community College? I was expecting you to have some like wild card in there, like 1923. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think um, I know this one. I have no idea what the answer to this is. Let's see. I have to reverse engineer my knowledge from when I first met you. How about winner takes all? <laughs> yeah, it comes down to <laughs> you this. You wish. 13, 14, so 15, the year or you graduated. I graduated. From EVCC. I, I walked that aisle, as Ric Flair would say. The Nature Boy. All right, I got my guess. My guess is 2013. I guess 2015, but I don't know. It's 2015. Oh, darn, Garrett, you. Winner takes all. What are you drinking? Slurpee. What's <laughs> what's your, Jan? Jan, the guy you used to work with? Yeah, well, I used to work at 
Everett Community <laughs> College. It's my, my very first real job after uh, Country Burger didn't hire me. Yeah. Uh, things worked out. I got a job That's doing landscaping full time in the summers at EVCC. Me and my buddy Seth, we worked with this old man named Jan who smoked two packs a day and he would rip the filters off. And every day on break time, Seth what and a I, hardcore dude. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. That's so, only half of it. So every day during break time, Seth and I, we would uh, be walking back with our Slurpees and he'd look at us and he'd say, what you got there? Slurpee, have a seat. <laughs> and then he'd say, and we were like 15 years old, right? And then he'd uh, hold this pack of smokes towards us. This used to be when you used to be able to smoke on campus. They had like smoking shelters there. And he'd say, smoke? And he'd like gesture the pack towards us. And he'd say, oh, wait, that's right. You don't smoke. <laughs> and then he'd say, he, he have totally, a seat. He totally wanted you to have a cigarette. I feel like he was always just like messing with us. I don't know. He, he was a funny guy. Poor Jan. So, Jan. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, he uh, he's passed away since then uh, after he retired. But uh, yeah, he, he was a fun guy to work with. So, uh, Rest in peace, Jan. Hey, do you want to help support Live in Everett? Well, you sure can. Even a dollar a month helps us deliver stories, videos, and this here podcast about the good things in Everett every single week. If you want to know more, head over to patreon.com slash live in Everett to donate today and help support Live in Everett. Thank you so much for hanging out on the Live in Everett podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please help others discover it as well by subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leaving a review. If you'd like to drop us a line, you sure can podcast at liveinever.com or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731. Thanks for joining us today. Special thanks to All Our Ralph Army for our theme music. And Henry took out his, his thanks. I, I did. Tyler made fun of me. <laughs> Look what you so made him do, Tyler. I produced this. Thanks to Tyler Chisholm, the host of... <laughs> Special thanks to uh, host Tyler Chisholm. Good things happen in Everett because of you. So thank you so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everyone. Wow. What a, what a read. What a read. <laughs> this is why we're Everett till the grave.